but you never gonna be me Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy Bloody hands stained from the people who deceive me Muddy hands break through the chains, go free me People like sheep who see hurt it easy You don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me Better stand tall, ready for the fight, believe me When they try the chains, you can say no, free me So he's been looking Ah, hello everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Geek Gauntlet Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. William D. Morgan. Got a cast of thousand with me tonight. Sorry, man, a few minutes late. I had some tech issues with my computer, but I got everything straight. So I got a cast of thousand with me tonight. First, let me see who I'm gonna bring up first. Ah, there she is. I see her down there. <clears throat> All right, she is the queen. She is our cosplay queen. She is our TikTok queen. Matter of fact, she's cosplaying for us tonight. What the heck is going on? She's cosplaying for us tonight. Um, let me go ahead and bring in GNN's own Cat Holler. Cat, how you doing? Oh, doing good. You just caught me TikTok and it's fine. Man. I was like, oh, I'm... wait, wait. He's talking about me. <laughs> Man, I, and I'm busy too. I got a bunch of stuff going on here. Good Lord. Um, yeah, that's probably my fault. <laughs> you're good you're good um all right let me go ahead and bring in our next person he is the twitter overlord he runs twitter or i should say x with an iron fist did that with nothing let me bring my man ambrose on ambrose what's up how you doing tonight what's up man how we going how we doing chilling, chilling. what's going on with facebook i'm about to cut facebook off i'm getting a bunch of facebook messages um let me go ahead and bring in Another member of the group, Ando. What's up, man? Can't hear you, brother. Maybe it's for the best. I was muted. That is an amateur mistake of mine. I am I'm so very sorry. First time being here, everybody. No, I was going to say it's uh, it's been a big day. College football is officially back. Check. Uh, we have WWE payback on premium live events for Peacock going on. Check. Most importantly, we got the Geek Gauntlet podcast, and your boy doesn't know how to work a microphone because he doesn't know how to turn it on. But otherwise, we're rolling perfectly fine, Well, <laughs> Oh, man. All right, let's go here and bring in another member of the crew on. The newest member of the crew, our comic book guy. Let me bring in my man, Ty. Ty, what's up, man? How you doing? What? No. <laughs> Had to have some fun a little bit there. If the green zord just comes out of nowhere, I'm blaming you. I'm blaming you, sir. Hey, I had to what call if, it in, you know? I had to. You know, what if he's passing if the, off the, the green zord to you, steps Will? on my house, I'm blaming you, sir. Yeah, I'm just like, you know, I just wanted to hand it over to you yeah, and just, you know, give you the power. That's all. <laughs> How you doing tonight, man? Oh, you know, another day in paradise. All right, all right. Let me bring on our resident female streamer. This is Diamond. Diamond, what's up? What's up, everyone? Hi, Hi, doing? Hello. How you doing? Let's do this sort of kind of Hollywood square style. Okay, there we go. Um, oh, no, there's no room for Janae. Oh, we're going to make some room for Oh, there's girl. always room. room. There's always room for Janae. I'm going to make room for my girl now. You best believe that. You best believe that. Matter of fact, since you, since you brought her up, <laughs> let me bring on my girl, my anime buddy, Janae. Janae, what's going on? Oh my gosh, that was funny. I'm doing good. How about you guys? <laughs> How about them Huskies today? I don't know. I didn't watch. I'll have to ask my brother in law. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll just okay, here we go. 
I'll just say they won 50. I think 56 to 19 was the score they beat Boise State today. They go ahead, bro. So you, they go ahead, bro. So you don't get lonely. <laughs> they go ahead, bro. So you don't get lonely. There you go. It's all right. Notre Dame beat the Tennessee Tigers 56-3, so I'm happy. Yeah, Notre Dame beat beat the pants off of Navy last week, too. <laughs> that was awesome. Colorado got the upset win today. I was happy to see that. What's and that? Colorado got the win over TCU. Happy to yep. see that. Well, I've seen a good upset. Colorado with Deion Sanders ended up? Yep. yep, yep. Right, Colorado Buffalo beat uh, 17 TCU 45-42 to today. My Florida State Seminoles play tomorrow against an LSU Tigers. We're going to get that yep. one real quick. And, and then last, isn't uh, Clemson playing Duke Monday? Yep, yep. And last, but certainly not least, then we bring on a, this man who's been doing this with me for umpteenth years. He schedules off the show, as you guys see it every week. Remember my man, Shaw. And Shaw, what's up? How you doing? Sup, sup. How are everybody doing tonight? We're doing pretty good, man. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. All right, so we got a full house tonight, ladies and gentlemen. And it's good to have you with us tonight here on the Geek Gauntlet Podcast. Let's go ahead and... Um... All right, so the first thing we're going to do is continue our death battle series. Um, had a good one last week. Got a good one this week. Um, and, we, and we also have some results of it. And the battle is Goku... Ultra Instinct Goku versus Gear 5 Luffy. And to be honest with y'all, I can't stand One Piece. It's not my favorite anime. <laughs> okay. It's not my favorite Isn't anime. Isn't Luffy the thing that, like, girls use in the shower <laughs> for their soap? <laughs> oh. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we could use a Luffy in the shower, too. But that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> that, that is not a Geek Gauntlet-related conversation. I mean, it could be. Is that Geek Gauntlet After Dark? Yes. Oh, there we go. Yeah, after Dark, there we go. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be kind of cool. Hey. Regardless, it's a dumb name, so I'm picking Goku. Because I know neither about... I don't know about either of these characters. Stay, stay tuned hey, on Friday you're, night. You're not the only one. I, I'm you know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Geek Gauntlet after guard, after dark every Friday at 10 p.m. Eastern. Nah, no, we gotta do later. We gotta do later. Be in the water 10. and then baby be done because he'd sink. We can't. No, nah, we can't be No, 10. it's only if it's salt water. Yeah, salt water. But but Geek Gauntlet after There's dark. salt water. You can throw in the salt water somewhere. How is salt water a weakness to anybody? Well, That's the it's, dumbest weakness it's ever. It's because he ate nah, the, the, the gum gum fruit. Green Lantern's weakness. Yellow is a bit weak. I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah, Green Lantern. Green Lantern wood. Yeah, yeah. Someone bring Mustard Green to the battle. Green Lantern screwed. <laughs> like, yep. I ran into a forest and got away. Hey. Like, <laughs> so, are you saying? <laughs> hold on. Are you saying that SpongeBob then is uh, Green Lantern's weakness because SpongeBob is yellow? Oh, completely. Yeah, you know, Sponge would take him out. Until, no, it, not it, the no, Sponge. Until, I until... fear the Sponge. Yep. Worst death battle ever. He beat Aquaman, so leave SpongeBob alone. Yeah. <laughs> SpongeBob versus Green Lantern. He beat, he beat Aquaman. He beat, <laughs> he beat a member of the Justice League, so leave SpongeBob alone. Yes. SpongeBob. I just I just beat a member of the DC Universe. You want to see me do it again? <laughs> yeah, but he beat, like, Aquaman. That's not like beating a good member of the Justice League. That's like beating up their janitor. What's Better than Ezra Miller's Flash. <laughs> Facts. Anything is better than Ezra Miller's Flash. 
I was like, yo, I feel like insulting Aquaman so much. Jason, yo, I seriously <laughs> heard that Ezra Miller was fired from the Flash today, and him and Allison Mack are going to be the Wonder Twins. Oh, <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> now, Allison Mack was the blonde that was from Smallville, correct? Yes, yes. All right, but anyway. Um, and we have some results. They ran a poll, ran a poll on Instagram through Geek News Now, ran an Insta, ran an Instagram poll, uh, TikTok. TikTok poll. I'm sorry. And, um, no one wanted to answer me on Instagram. We say what? Nobody wanted to answer the poll on Instagram, but they wow. all wanted, wanted to chime they, in on we, TikTok. So TikTok's my friend today. I'm yes. sorry. Are you the TikTok queen or the Instagram queen? She's yes. Both, really? It's how, not an how Instagram. Is, it's okay. the gram. Okay. Come on. But, um, right now, in the first TikTok poll, Goku is winning 53, 53%, 57% to 43%. And the TikTok stories poll, Goku is just killing it, 71% to 29%. Um, I think Goku wins with mid-difficulty. with mid difficulty. What do you guys think? I think Goku wins because I know who he is. <laughs> As long as he doesn't give him a sensu bean, we're fine. <laughs> as long yeah, as Goku doesn't give Luffy a sensu bean? Yes. Because he's stupid enough to do it. He would do it, oh, too. Oh, I almost beat you. Here, have a hey, sensu bean. Daddy. That's my See, he's, hey, he's daddy. that guy that would be like, okay, I didn't sweat enough, and I'm not hungry to go to go run away and eat. Here, let's do this again. I beat you so bad. I, I, I feel bad for you. Here. Right. Um, <laughs> personally, I, I think Goku. Um... I don't really follow One Piece. Um, I know Luffy kind of can hold his own, but I think just with the training and how Goku prepares for fights, I think Goku would beat him hands down. See, I would agree with you, not for the fact that Gear 5 gives him anim um, cartoon physics. He's literally a cartoon, so literally doing Bugs Bunny stuff. So. Uh... And that's why Sarah Riley beats both because she, she's a reality warper. <laughs> yeah, see, here's the thing. So I never I haven't watched the anime, but I did catch a couple episodes of the live action, which I know we're going to talk about later. So from that, I would have to go Luffy just because of the fact that he does have like the cartoon physics. And like he's unpredictable. He's like fighting the Monkey King. Is Luffy the one that looks like a member of Slipknot? No, he's like he's got like the wooden nose and no, the, no. Luffy's uh, the one with the wooden straw hat. Uh, okay. Yeah, but because he's he has strange. like the cartoon physics going, and he's super unpredictable, I think he might stand a chance. I think no. I think the only reason why he Goku is because he because if you're looking at both. In there, if you if you look at both in their prime, fully powered, that's too much power from Goku. But Goku don't mastered ultra instinct. <laughs> mastered ultra instinct. So if you take him at his prime, he's completely learned it. And I just think that I just think that technique would be too much. I just think that technique would be, would be too much for Luffy to handle. Um, Diamond, you had a horse in a race or anything like that you want to talk about? Um. I would think that Luffy would be the winner, but at the same time, isn't he like his one weakness is like water or something? Yep. Salt water. So what if they like threw his butt in water and it's like, oh, he's no longer strong. Its weakness is salt water. And doesn't he ship in a, a ship like out in sea? Yep. Yeah. 
Yeah. So in theory, all go all Goku would need is a super soaker filled with ocean water. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. So it's kind of like, like Superman with kryptonite. So like he has to be like it's not an ocean of kryptonite. Well, you can't no, like, shoot kryptonite out of a water gun, cat. It's not right. like that at all. But he has to be submerged <laughs> into the water. So like if you shoot him with it, and it w goes away. Would he like well, hiss like, like a cat until he fell into the water? But then or... again, like Goku can also like instant transmission and then just drop Luffy or like yeah. go into the water or something. Yeah. Right. Just like a. Uh, he's 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 just look people jive on Goku and I get it I understand it because at the end of the day Goku is an idiot but <laughs> but he's a powerful idiot and <laughs> he's a powerful idiot. Think about it for a second Janelle. you got the tournament of power. No, he, he didn't even no. know the stakes of it till like that till like an hour later. So are you saying he didn't even know? Are you saying that Goku is like Baby Huey? He's an idiot. <laughs> like, he's Baby like... Huey's slightly smarter. Yeah. <laughs> Goku I didn't really idiot. grow up with Dragon Ball Z or One Piece, so I'm like, eh, their names. I know he, the names. He, is Goku an amazing fighter? Yeah. And it's really the only thing that he knows. I don't understand why TJ didn't take that man to court for child support. I don't get it. Because <laughs> he get doesn't it. have a job. He ain't got no job. He ain't got <laughs> he never had a job. The whole he had that one there was that filler movie. episode where him and Pickle had to learn episode, he had a job, and that was it. That was it. And half the time, he wanted a dad because Piccolo took Gohan and raised him part of the time. <laughs> and then when he came back, Goku, you know, hey, you all grown now. They didn't get close again until he went to the hyperbolic time chamber. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. But I think Goku, man, I think I just think he's too he's an idiot, yes. And like Janae, Janae is correct. She would give him a sensu bean. You're weak. Oh, here, let me give you a sensu bean so you can so we can continue to fight. That's called sharing. That's being nice. Hell no, you can't be nice <laughs> in a fight like that. It's a death battle. Sharing is caring, but not in this case. Not in this case. That's because no. it's stupid, sane instinct of, I need to have them at their best so I can be my best. Nah, nah. When they can completely humiliate them. Yeah, nah, bro. This is not a best life situation. Exactly. This is a death battle. If you give him, you have him, you have him down, you finish him off. You don't give him a sense of being. But would it be in Goku's favor to beat somebody twice? Because nobody else has beaten anybody twice. So Goku could have that edge on everybody. Be like, hey, I'm Goku. I killed somebody twice. Super death battle me. Yeah. That one, Maybe yeah. that's how Goku's dumb enough. He no. might believe it. Goku can do that in the next battle where he fights Jean Grey. <laughs> but is that him killing Jean Grey or is Jean Grey killing herself? <laughs> Either or. She'll die like six times in the first fight. Jean has died so many times, so I'm starting to think we could beat her. That's how bad she died. That's how many times she's freaking died. I think the worst part about Jean Grey dying is whenever she does die, it's usually the like dumbest ways. Yeah, yeah. I think they should work it into canon that her brain degenerates a little bit each time she dies, so she eventually becomes a zombie. Damn. <laughs> Don't... Oh, I guess you're right. I was gonna say, don't you have to have some form of a brain to be a zombie? No, you don't. Nope. Nope. Emma nope. Frost is better anyway. So, fact. You mean Mrs. Stark? This is true. 
<laughs> and that thing ain't gonna work out. He gonna mess that up too. But um, but I, but I, but I give this fight to, to Goku all day long. Anybody anybody else want to pass a vote? Ratified. Ratified. We all got Goku. All right. All right. Okay. Now now I gotta go to Shaw for a second. Um, and Shaw, I'm gonna take this little off script. Uh, you were talking in the chat about how you were disappointed in a Blue Beetle movie. Oh, Not in the movie itself, but how it's being received. So, like, right. there are plenty of people to like it, plenty of people, you know, liking it and everything like that, but it's not doing too well in the box office. And because of that, people are bad mouthing and everything. Like that. It just, the movie deserves so much better because it actually is really good. And, like, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if I trust these, th- those polls about box office because it, what, one can say, like, oh, it's not it's not doing so great, but then the next poll will say that it's knocked Barbie out of the like best for the weekend. So it's like Yeah, but the, it knocked Bar it did knock Barbie out, but it knocked Barbie out and like it's No, I, I I my point I'm just making is like right. they're it feels like they're trying to say it's say find a way to frame it negatively, but like it seems like it's doing relatively decent at the box office. Yeah, uh, it seems like. Not like it, not the block like a hit hit or anything, but like it's not like it was number one for one week. Right? It was number one for one week. It it surpassed expectations the first week it came out, but then it nosedived. It took like a sixty-one percent hit uh, going into the second week, and then it never recouped. So it, it it's not it's not doing too hot. It, here's the catch with that though, and hear me out on this: you can get those numbers to to say whatever your point of view is. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about the fact that part of that 61% drop in revenue from the box office was because the second week it was out was like International Movie Weekend, where most theaters across the country were selling tickets for $4 a piece. So that automatically is going to drop your ticket sales 50%. But that doesn't get people to click on their articles and and read their their pages. Uh The sensationalism of, oh, Blue Beetle's tanking at the box office. Then Uh it gets people upsetting, especially like... Like, I saw the movie, thought it was great. Shaw, it's his favorite character. He, you've seen it and you enjoyed it. You know, for people who have enjoyed it and people who can really kind of relate to it and relate to the characters, people get that emotional response. And because they're behind the keyboard, it's like, oh, I'm going to go tell this guy he doesn't know what he's talking about. And so people then click, and it's for the engagement. So I really feel like some of this, the talk you're hearing about it being a bad movie, when it's the top-grossing superhero film all year, is people just trying to use that negative spin uh-huh. for engagement? Well, there is something to that. I think it is underperforming, but you're not um, going to get a lot of people watching your content or reading your content if you're just honest and 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 oh, yeah. you say nice things. Like a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of channels have lost their way. Like. Channels like Geeks and Gamers and uh, Nerdrotic used to be really good channels to go through for this, but then they realized, hey, if we just dump on everything, more people are going to watch us. So you watch them, and all of a sudden, it's, you know, Blue Beetle is the worst thing ever, and everything is the worst <laughs> thing ever, and, and you know, and it's... It, so you don't really get anything reliable, yeah. because people want the clicks. They don't want to tell you how something actually is. But I do think the movie is underperforming, even though it is the highest grossing comic book movie. But what is it beating? The Flash? Shazam 2. Shazam 2. I mean, that's not a very high. 
it's not a very high bar to meet. So, I mean, hopefully it'll break even. Is it surpassing Guardians 3? I think so. Oh, see, no. Guardians 3. No way it's surpassing Guardians 3. Guardians 3 is in top 10 for the year. We'd be talking about Blue Beetle a lot more if it was doing that. But that's, that's my point, though. Like she's saying, is numbers look different ways. Like, there'd be no doubt that the movie is making money if it passed Guardians 3. But uh, Guardians 3 was released last year, so does that count no, for right. this year? Nope, does not count for this year. Yeah. Was Guardians 3 last year? I thought it was the beginning of this year. Uh, I thought it was released. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of the Christmas special. Uh, the Christmas was special was last year. Guardians yeah. 3 was, was in the last spring year. Uh, I don't know, but I, I I just don't think the movie is doing well. Um, I don't think it has anything to do with the content of the movie. I think yeah. the I think the director stuck his foot in his mouth. Um, he dunked on the audience one too many times, and then came back begging for the audience to go see it. And I think a lot of people were turned off by it, and uh, it's a shame because that that kid's a good actor. I like the kid in Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a decent cast. You know, Susan Sarandon's a good actress. <clears throat> I'll forgive them for casting George Lopez. <laughs> um, but, it, you know, I mean, hopefully it'll find its footing on streaming and it won't be scrapped. Well, I mean, it's obviously not scrapped because it's already released. I mean, like, as a franchise. Potential for, potential for more. Yeah. And, and here's the thing: from what I'm on, what I've read and what I'm understanding, they're already greenlit for the for the rest of the franchise, for at least the second installment yeah. of the franchise. That's what I've heard. Um, I think one of the things that maybe, and I mean, I can I can relate to it because I live in South Texas. Um, I think there is some portion of the fandom that has a difficult time relating to a Latino superhero, and they had a hard time relating to the family. And the whole thing. But if you watched it somewhere, like like I said, I'm in South Texas. <coughs> certain things that the whole theater lost it just hysterically laughing about. Like when she woke him up with the VIX. Sorry, folks, we're past our two-week spoilers. So um, if you haven't seen it, sorry, there's VIX in, there's VIX in the movie. Um, you know. How could you crush my soul like that? Dang it. Why, did you, <laughs> why did you have to say that V word? I know, <laughs> but you know, things like that, or even like at the end when you saw like the way that the whole neighborhood was coming together with like this big potluck and the way that everyone was really, that's very common in Latino culture. And if you live somewhere where you see that, it's something that you can really resonate with and you can really can relate to you because you see that in your daily life. Yakima Valley is that way. Yeah, 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 but I mean, if the audience wasn't receptive of a Latino superhero, I I don't know how how much water that argument holds because Latinos have TV series that last for like George Lopez inexplicably lasted for years on television. Um. You know, I, I and and there's a lot there's a lot of you know Latino comedians that do well. You know, Gabriel Iglesias has been very successful. But so I mean, different than a superhero movie. Yeah, but I mean, and, I don't know how much of a turnoff that is for the audience, especially since it was already instituted in the comic. So I I I, I don't know how much water that argument actually would hold. 
Find a racist friend and ask them. Um, <laughs> and Ando. Uh, <laughs> you are my nose cat. <laughs> First off, I am not racist, Ambrose. Second off, I, I wouldn't know, so I'm not going to answer on that. Another argument I would make when it comes to these box office numbers, and I've said this before, but honestly, you know, if you look back at, you know, let's go, you know, 10 to 20 years ago, you had a box office movie once a month or something like that. You'd have some smaller movies, but then you have a box office movie once a month or so. Now you're having two or three box office movies a week, and they're wondering why they're not getting in the revenue. And it's like, well, tickets have skyrocketed in some of these movie theaters. And then you're releasing two or three of these blockbuster films in one weekend. They can't, you know, if you have a family that you're taking, you're not, it's not going to happen. And so these numbers that they're predicting, I don't know where they're getting because it's like, no one's making enough money to take their family of four to six movies every every week. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I, I think streaming it's really really hurts the box office. I because think it's, I, I wouldn't blame streaming. I really wouldn't. No, I would because like Blue Beetle is a movie where it's cheaper for me when it comes on. I wasn't really a big fan of the Beetle. I went to see no. the Flash, but it's cheaper for me to spend the thirty bucks when it comes on to Amazon. And you know, but and there's a lot you're gonna miss out on. I mean, like, like what stale popcorn? Like, no, I, there are, you know? no, there legitimately, there are very few movies that I will honestly say are better in the theater. This is one of them. Well, it's I, I like wouldn't even know that. Yeah, I think it's fair to say that a lot of people, and a lot of it kind of goes to Tyler's point. It's a lot like comparing the cable numbers now versus yeah. the cable numbers back in like the 90s. People don't go to the movie theaters anymore. It's it's a lot more it's a lot less it's a lot more inconvenient to go to the movie theater than to say, hey, the movie's gonna be on a streaming service of some kind in five, six, seven, eight weeks. I'm already paying the monthly subscription to Peacock or Amazon Prime. I'll just wait for it to show up there. Um, for me personally, unless it's like a like an Avenger style movie, I mean, you could put like Rachel McAdams and I'm okay. I'm going to show my date here. David Duchovny in a rom-com. I'm not going to go to, I'm not, I'm not going to go to a rom-com movie theater. Uh, I'm not going to go see a rom-com in a movie theater. I'd much rather see that at home. It has to be kind of like a big, Hey, I'm going to get all of my friends. We're going to grow. We're going to take two rows of seats at the movie theaters and make it just a one day event. People don't go to the movie theaters the same way that they did before COVID. I think COVID not necessarily streaming services, but I think COVID really kind of damaged the way that the movie theater industry kind of plants and moves the movies the way that they do it. Um, your family-friendly movies, I would say your superhero movies for one, but your Disney, your Pixar, your anime movies, I think those are still the ones to see in movie theaters. Um, but like your everyday live action, just kind of everyday movies... I just I don't think those are good in movie theaters anymore. I think those are uh, I think just kind of put those onto streaming unless it's like a big time event like a big Avengers movie or a, if DC gets their shit together, a DC universe movie that can kind of play on that aspect. And then you like I like I said your your Disney or your anime movies, your Pixar movies. Yeah. Those should really be the only ones that are going in theater anymore. Put everything else either straight to video. Um, or put it on a streaming service would be the way that I would look at it. Yeah, but again, I, I also, I also think one thing that that is being overlooked is the fact that 
they really couldn't market it because Zolo had to go on strike right when they were starting to promote the movie. They, they and the only stuff before that. No, yeah. but I mean, he wasn't allowed to do red carpet events. He wasn't allowed to go to the premiere. He wasn't allowed to speak about it. But there was a because he's on of, strike. There was a so, ton of commercial stuff out there for it. Yeah, and, uh, he had a lot of stuff he filmed pre-strike. But uh, I mean, when you when you're missing those press tours, though, those press tours matter. And, you know, I mean, you can have the promo material, but the press mm -hmm. tours do matter. And when the only person you have on your press tour is your idiot director that can't keep his foot out of his mouth, then you're then, then you know, you're not again, really pushing things, the movie that things well. Change things evolve, things get, get different. And so, I mean, it's the same way back when they used to start having uh, home video back before they used to say that would ruin the movie theaters because people are like, oh, people will wait and go to Blockbuster and rent it like. It just things change, things evolve, and so the movie theater needs to adapt with it. Like at least a year and a half, though. So what was that? Um, if you wanted to wait for it for come out in Blockbuster, it'd be almost a year and a half for it come out. Well, sure, but th that's my point. Though is things change, things adapt, things get different, and so you know, if, if we're holding on to this concept, movie theaters are great, and you know. That'd be fun. How was it not 50 years ago that we had drive in movie theaters? And where are those? Those are all gone. So I like, have one near me. There's like well, some near like, Yeah, but they used to be out. everywhere. They're not now. Yeah. Yeah. I think it too is if you really have to look at that, you have to look at, at everything as a whole. So mm -hmm. to Tyler's point, you, the new um, press tour is social media. Yep. Mm -hmm. And because of the fact that there was enough stuff filmed beforehand, and every promo I saw, and I saw, I was seeing about a different promo about it once a day oh, for yeah, a same. month leading up to the movie. Mm -hmm. And all of it Instagram. said, this was filmed prior to. Yep. So that way, they, so really, it, it's a whole brand new world. You don't have post-COVID, sorry, post the yucky virus that none of us want to talk about, mm. um, is... Um, I believe the term is unspecified disease from an unknown origin. Not a monkey. <laughs> well, you know the the, the air limiting, you know, coefficient of an unpleasantness. Um, so I digress. But beforehand, there were still a good chunk of people that were I don't want to say resistant to relying on social media. Mm -hmm. And I, when I say relying on social media, I don't mean it from the aspect of getting your information because trust me, it's still it's it's still a clown show when it comes to getting accurate information. Oh, 100%. Mm -hmm. But when it your oh. entertainment, your movie trailers, your movie promos, your mm -hmm. TV show trailers, all of that, like anything that has to do with your entertainment and what's coming up and what's going to be new and, and exciting in the world of entertainment, oh, yeah, social media is the way to go. Like social media managers are cleaning up for that. And the oh. reason for that is because of the fact that so many people as a result of the the isolation, those that were not social introverts before that liked to talk to people through our computers, and that was our socialness, um, <laughs> have become much more comfortable. Don't worry, I called myself out on that one too. It's all right. Um, that, that's really where a lot of it comes from. Um, also, the streaming services were showing trailers. I, we have too many streaming services. I can't even tell you all of them that we have without looking at the full list. But I think on like at least 60% of them that weren't related to DC, I was seeing trailers. Yeah. 
And I think something else that needs to be pointed out is the, the theaters are smaller. Um, I don't know what it's like near you guys, but they gutted all the theaters uh, where I live. We have recliner chairs now, and it's nice. I mean, it's more comfortable. But those chairs take up two or three of the old seats. Yeah. So you have two or three. You, you cut your theater in half, and you're charging more. Well, and that's take up two or three of those old seats. What'd you say? Most of us take up two or three of those, those old seats. <laughs> those old seats are, are awful. We're high calorie individuals. Hi, <laughs> here's the thing. Like, I prefer to refer to myself as horizontally challenged. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer to. When they made but, that I new theater, to, they decided to rip the old seats out of the old theater instead of buying new seats. So that's that's on them. For, oh no! Which, which, theater, which yeah, theater are you talking about? Um, the Majestic. They took out um, the Cineplex or whatever it was. Oh, I didn't. I, I didn't know those seats at the Majestic still are uncomfortable too. So I yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's like they ripped those out of the the old one that um, used to be near the mount the mall. Oh, yep, yep. The Majestic and ripped that building down. Well, hey. that's why you just go to the Orion now. Yeah, but that's that's expensive too. That's almost like two hundred dollars. <laughs> Do they still have the movie theater on Sixteenth Street by the Interstate? Yes. Yep. Yeah, but that's it's like, like it's like old. probably like a fifth full. Uh, by it. It's really sad. Yeah. Yeah, here's the thing too, guys. Um, as I do want to welcome David Fur to to the chat. David Fur, how, how you doing, David? Uh, General Kenobi. Uh, <laughs> Hello there. Both, both Debbie and David brought us some good points. Um again, we talked two expensive go to movies. We talk about that um through Ando. We only go to certain movies. Because people yeah. are struggling nowadays. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people struggling, you know, just to keep the lights on. Yeah. Um, I just and it's yeah. to put it, I, I, and I'm I'm one of those people that right now that need to decide, you know, kind of what bills I have to pay and when. I'm not going to justify spending the sixty, seventy dollars. If I go to a movie, I don't want to go to a movie just to sit down and watch the movie. There's yeah. certain. Yeah. I mean, you got to have popcorn and you got to have a drink. Mm -hmm. um, does my seat need to be absolutely comfortable? No, but it helps. But mm -hmm. if you get too comfortable, you're going to fall asleep and then you're wasting your money. So you got to find yeah, that nice little half <laughs> um, But for me, if I'm, I don't want to go to a movie by myself. So oh, I'm I not going to go to a movie to experience that. So now I'm asking somebody to go. And now you're kind of, if they can't pay for it or, hey, I'm between paychecks, I don't have the money. Now you're kind of obligated to pay for them. So yeah. A lot to David and Solo Girls points. What, 15 bucks for a ticket? You're looking at almost 15, 20 bucks for popcorn and, and a soda candy if you want to go with that as well. Now you're multiplying that by two. So what turns into a $30 experience now turns into a $60 almost inconvenience mm -hmm. to watch the movie that you can wait. And a lot of it kind of comes back to Janae where, yeah, Blockbuster used to hold on to it for a year and a half. But save that money rent it or stream it on a service that you're already paying for. You have bags of popcorn or a popcorn maker at home. You know what the popcorn is. You're not going to worry about somebody putting their grimy, dirty, disgusting hands inside that popcorn. Mm -hmm. um, and then should you need to go use the bathroom, it's not like a, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to miss? What am I going to miss? Holy, that line's too long in the bathroom. Take your time. The, be pause the, the beauty video. of pause. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. For Wakanda forever, I just went during Namor's monologue yeah. And I came back, and it was still Namor's 
monologue. Yeah. But, yeah, but like, my, my point my point <laughs> is, is didn't miss anything. My point is is a lot of it kind of like Kat and, and Ambrose all said, it's changing. So you can't expect the movie theaters to put every single Tom Dick or Harry movie on 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 the movie theater. It's you gotta kind of pick and choose which movies are gonna go yeah. there. Like I said, my personal opinion, the Disney Pixars are an absolute number one. Any of your big multi-million dollar movies, like your your Avengers or any DC, yeah, um, any or kind of like that or... once, like Oppenheimer or Titanic, your history-based movies would go there. But I mean, your rom-com, like Barbie, you probably, I mean, Barbie may <coughs> be the one exception to that. But even Barbie, you could have gone. Barbie's a good movie, but we can push it out to the streaming service, give it more time. It's just, for me, movies are, the movie theaters kind of going the way of the drive-in. Um, and I love the drive-in. Don't get me wrong. A Friday night, mm -hmm. take your vehicle out. I think it'd be great to go, like a, a drive-in once a month, spend some time. It's the old way of doing things. I think it's great for nostalgia purposes, but I think the movie theaters are going out. I, I don't, I don't yep. see well, it staying the way it is. There's another reason for that. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak to this and I'm going to probably people. <laughs> People get a rage out at me in the comments, and that's fine. As an adult who does not have children, um, <laughs> I'm very selective about what theaters I go to. Yes. Because, and not everybody has that option. So let's uh -huh. start right there. So I am fortunate that in my area, there is um, a theater company here, Alamo Draft House, which is, um, is nationwide. They have locations in various different states now. They are an adult-only theater. Yeah, they will one. allow kids under the age of 16 with adults. Uh -huh. Younger children are only allowed for family. Designated, designated allowed for families. Uh -huh. Because here's the thing. And think dark. back to the old days of the movie theaters. We've all had this happen. Uh -huh. You're watching a movie. It's getting real suspenseful. Mom and dad brought that 18-month-old baby with them to the movies. Wah. That screaming. Wah. And rather than, but and mom and dad don't want to miss the movie, so they're yeah. just gonna let that that child sit there and scream mm -hmm. in your ear. And heaven forbid if you tell them that their bundle of joy needs to shut his mouth, <laughs> um, or you, or one of them needs to take them out of there. Heaven forbid you say anything has... though, because then you're being an inconvenience to the people who paid money to go well, to the movie theater. You right, can't, right. you can't say anything. I had an old dude. You have people who are like texting in the theater like oh, God, screenshotting yeah. the movie with their phone in the theater all of these things that do create a bad experience the, the tiktok trend in the theater yeah. yeah or so if you don't have a theater in your area like i have in mine where if you are talking and i complain and i'm like hey like they're being really loud and i'm having difficulty hearing the movie mm -hmm. you're out you get a warning and then you're out mm -hmm. they don't care um i like that if you're bored, go look up Alamo Draft House, Magnanid States of America, and that will show you how serious they are about people talking to the theater. The theaters here are owned locally, so they're not anything spectacular. Well, like, growing up here, we never went, like, on, like, the weekend of it showing up, except for, like, when they re-released Star Wars. We went in, like... But, like, my... Dad, and we we all agreed to it because it's mainly my dad that took my, my brother and I. Um, we would at least wait almost two to three weeks after the movie had come out, so that way 
we could get a better experience because there that movie theater would be dead. <laughs> That's how we did. And we went and, and before Marvel was like, oh, we're gonna put these little tidbits in the credits. Mm-hmm. We didn't wait till all the credits were done, so all the people would leave, mm-hmm. and we could just take our time and not push and shove, and then just go out of the theater. We would get there early. We would leave after everything was all done when people were cleaning up. That's how. That's just how we did it. The only time that we, as I said, Star Wars, and then my um, dad dropped me and my brother off when um, Princess Mononoke was playing in the theaters. That's cool. And so my brother and I saw that when it first came out because that was just a little tiny run. Mm. And that was amazing. Kind of a thing. And then, like, I had an old coworker complain that because she went to a rated R movie with her significant other and she complained that she had to pay for her infant. Yes, because it's a rated R movie. <laughs> and you're going to be bugging other people. Like, if it was PG or PG-13, you wouldn't have had to pay for the infant because it was, quote, free. But since it was a rated R movie, she didn't understand why. Whatever happened to getting a sitter? I think it's because it was, like, a six-month-old. Well, again, afford people money, you know. Yeah. So. But, yeah, but, like, like, we can't really afford movies. The only reason, like, we went to see Mario in theaters is because um, my son was gifted movie money. And so we were able to at least pay for his ticket because it's it, like they don't even do um, like daytime um, things anymore. Like, matinees? Yeah, the matinees. They're just regular price now. Yeah. And then like the kids are cheaper for at night. Do you so, do, like, you do the Tuesdays? Huh? Do you ever go to the, the half off Tuesdays? I'd work on Tuesdays, so oh. I would to. So. I was like kind of nice so sometimes i'll wait like a week or two after movies come out and mm-hmm. then go on the tuesday sometimes for half off ticket yeah amc doesn't play that <laughs> amc does not no yeah like you our, guys are getting the cool buckets though <laughs> yeah like our place like t- prices before a certain time and i don't remember whether it's four yeah. or five are oh. like three or four dollars cheaper than mm-hmm. like your regular nighttime and then the other time that um matt and i went to see um the dark night and we were having to be over in the Seattle area. And so they were playing it like early in the morning. So we got, we went there like at nine 30. And so that was pretty cool. There was hardly anyone there. <laughs> and that was like the opening weekend too for it. So. All right. Yeah, let's go ahead and get into um, let's cover as much news as we possibly can. We've already done Goku versus Luffy. So I'll go ahead, my friend. All right. First up, we have a wrestling piece to Arlene Sorkin, the voice of Harley Quinn. How do y'all feel about that? It's sad. Um, I really don't want to see Mark Hamill go knock on wood. Why would you even say that? Why would you even say that? Because Ambrose said it last week. So I, 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 yeah, that was bad. That was bad. Stop saying it. You put that energy out in the universe and things happen. Mr. Bu- Jimmy Buffett died. That's his fault. That's his fault. <laughs> totally he did fault. say that. He did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, oh, and I'm not- sorry. I didn't like the Sith Lord of music. <laughs> no, so like- I was going to say besides Mark Hamill, I think Harley Quinn is kind of the most recognizable voice on that show. So for Kevin Conroy to now have the Princess Jester there, I think it's kind of fitting. 
Um, which is why I said I don't want to lose Mark Hamill because then you get the trifecta that's up there. Like, it's like Beetlejuice. Don't say it three times, okay? Just stop. Yeah. Yeah, you're getting there. Just stop. It cut off. I'll mute. I'll mute myself. Hold on. Are you sure you know how your mic works, though? No. All right. Um, what's up next, y'all? Um, all right. So Harley Quinn. Anybody see the most recent episode? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Let me do this. Because I know that um spoilers. Okay, go. An episode of Harley Quinn that has almost no Harley Quinn, which is kind of almost funny as hell. Right? Sounds like the best episode ever. Hey, we had a lot of Bane, and Bane is wonderful. I love Bane. He's just so funny. I'm a fixed up pasta maker. For my my love, Nora. Nora. Yeah, Bane's all obsessed with Nora now. Of course, I was liking the bromance going on between uh, Captain Cold and King Shark. There, that was uh, that was hilarious. Yeah, that was that was some fun stuff there. All right, so Shy, you want to give us like like the rundown now that we've all like given our tidbits? Now here's the um, thing. Now here's the thing. I miss I miss Harley Quinn, but for some damn reason I watch Superman. <laughs> and um, that's sad. You made me sad. And um, let me. Why would you do that? Yeah, it's not that bad. Oh, it's terrible. It's trash. That thing trash. He's waiting for the uh, nosebleed. And now, <laughs> no, and now that Lois can see a bigger tits for that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and now, Lois, and now Lois knows who he is as well as Jimmy. Oh my god, and, you know what? and we know that is it, now we know it's Lois's dad that kidnapped Superman and tried to kill him. You know, we know well, I mean, that, that? as a dad, that tracks that was kind of obvious. I mean. I mean, don't most dads want to kidnap their daughter's boyfriends? Poor little boy, Lois. <laughs> I don't know if kidnapping is the right word. Word putting him in the ground, maybe, but I don't no, think kidnapping would be the word. My dad said he would take my, my husband in the divorce. So, like, he, when he was alive, thing. yeah, that's how much he liked him and more. <laughs> the thing he just he just met Clark Kent this episode, and you know how the glasses cat keeps talking oh, about the on, glasses. But Where'd I go? Where's, where's Cat? Where's Cat disappeared? There's a lady. Oh, hey, it's Cat. Guys, what did I miss? Cat, there was someone else in the box for a minute there. Jimmy Lane sort of kind of recognized Clark, even with his glasses on, because he kept asking him, God, have we met? Do I know you? And he kept saying it and saying it and asking and asking. So the glasses might not be working, at least not in that show. So, well, that show is bad, and it should feel bad. So I don't know. Fucking <laughs> trash. Fucking trash, girl. I mean, Michael Keaton was able to figure out who Tom Holland was within a few conversations in a car. Well, that's because he's Michael Keaton. He's Batman. Birdman. <laughs> and Birdman. And Vulture. Mostly Batman. <laughs> he's not little boy Lois. Now I want to watch Birdman. Attorney at Law. <laughs> Thanks, Ty. <laughs> oh my God, that was yeah, a great. Colbert as that was, a, that was a great show. Well, Birdman period was great. He means Space Ghost. The original what? was great. 
The original half of y'all wasn't around for the original. The original Harvey, Harvey Burban, attorney at law. Even the original was great. The original Burman, half of y'all wasn't alive for it. So my favorite was Space Ghost when he just clowned on Jeff Foxworthy because Jeff Foxworthy was getting mad. It's like, you know what the difference between our shows is? Mine is still on the air. Ha-ha. Space Ghost. Ha-ha. <laughs> All right, what's up next, y'all? Um Alright, the so we're talking about the first two episodes of One Piece, Netflix One Piece. What are y'all thoughts? <laughs> no. What's that? I apparently it's bad if Janae's laughing like that. Yeah. No. Just no. Well, see, I only read like the first ten books of the manga, and I flat out refused to watch the anime because there's like a thousand plus episodes of the anime. That's all. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> just a thousand. But, like, I was like, it just the. I, from what I was when I was awake, the acting just seemed off. It didn't, it just, it seemed like it just didn't mesh. It would, there was, there was no like conversation. It was really weird. It was, there was no chemistry. Yeah, it was just really odd. And then, like, um, from a visual standpoint, I was very upset that there wasn't more of a visible, visible scar for Luffy, but whatever. Um, because that's what, like, his main characteristic is that giant scar under his eye plus his straw hat. So, but yeah, that's just my All right. Well, well. So, I'm going to preface this with I never watched the anime or read the manga. Mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty entertaining. Like, I'm actually kind of enjoying it because I don't have <laughs> source material to go off of. <laughs> you just that's, how, that's how I felt about Death Note when it came out. I know everyone hated it, but I enjoyed it. But I mean, that's how I felt about I mean, Halo. It's worse as a fan. I love Death Note. Who hated Death Note? Well, no, a lot of people hated the uh, Netflix Death Note. Mm-hmm. I, I never, I never watched the original anime. Okay. Uh, I, that was my first introduction to Death Note was the Netflix one. Well, see, I mean, I, like I think Netflix should have burned down after Cowboy Be- what they did to Cowboy Bebop, but, you know. <laughs> yes. That was disrespectful. What they did that was Cowboy just Bebop. like... That was trash. That was yeah. like a yeah. on your grave type of stuff. Yeah. See, my, my yeah. husband enjoyed it, but he also has never seen the anime because he, he hates anime, so I don't know why I married him. Um. <laughs> the thing have some sort of knowledge of One Piece, like, at least seen the first the episodes or so to really like the series, probably. Mm. Yeah, I'm like, I know that there's a straw hat and, like, a pirate ship. <laughs> That was like my knowledge of One Piece going into the show, the live and action. And this boy that wants to be the Pirate King. <laughs> yeah, that, that's literally all I knew about. That's, I knew nothing that's about Jake and the Neverland Pirates. <laughs> I, was, I was the Jon Snow of One Piece. That, I knew nothing. Mm-hmm. All right, Sean, go ahead now. Hey, um, let's, see, let's see. Next up. Uh, no, we did that already. Um... Okay, so we have a new release schedule for a bunch of Disney shows. Um, let me see. Give me a sec. All right, the full lineup. Um, Loki season two is still coming on October six. What if season two will be on Christmas? So that's pretty good. Echo is pushed to June to January. X Men is going to be early twenty twenty four. The new Agatha Harkness um series called um. Renamed um, Darkhold Destiny um, Diaries or whatever. That's not going to be until late 2024. Ironheart 
Wonder Man and Daredevil are all delayed with no release. Um, yeah, but Daredevil and Wonder Man got TBD. Ironheart is just Ironheart is completely off. removed right it's now. It's gone. Like, Good. It's gone. Why? Why? They don't great. got enough money. That's good. Well, I mean, I'm why good though? Like, I, I personally, I think, I think it's canceled, and they don't want to say it's canceled because it's Disney, and Disney hates using that word unless they absolutely have to. If they didn't cancel Echo, they're not going to cancel Ironheart. Oh, well, they were, gone. but That's Echo, Disney. Echo yeah, had they they have a plan for Echo. They're going to tie it into Daredevil. There's completely um, zero plan right now for Ironheart. There's nothing to tie Ironheart too. That's relevant. Um, I think Bob Iger, after he threw down that mantra for exercising quality over quantity, I think they looked at the show because the show's done filming. They're in post-production. And I think they looked yeah. at some rough cuts. And I think they realized they had a terrible show. And they don't know what to uh, do. I with think it. after he, they announced how much his bonus was this year, and, and enough of the people revolted, he was like, <laughs> "Oh, maybe I better watch our spending." <laughs> nah, I think he called David Zaslav, and he was like, "Hey, what do I do?" And Zaslav was just, "Just zaz him. Just I walk in. I want to ask you, Ty. I want to ask you. Did you like Ironheart in the comics? Um, I think she has an interesting. I don't. I think she's an interesting character in the way of like, as for newer characters in the last twenty years. Like, Hi, it's your third show. You don't have to be nice anymore. Just say she sucks. No, I, I honestly don't. <laughs> I, I don't. So she's not like a newer character in my. I haven't read enough of her to be like, oh, she's the greatest thing ever. No, but I also the little bits I have read of her, I haven't disliked it. So I, I don't. I, I don't mind her. I hated her movie. I hated her movie adaptation. I hated that. I just hated it. Well, they they slight they slightly tweaked her origin slightly with the, with the movie. Um, yeah. I, mean, I I wish they would have stuck a little bit closer because they could have easily stuck to her origin from the comics and put that into the Black Panther movie. They easily well, could have done that, well, but and they didn't want to, I guess. And yeah. and I do have a a theory about this. <laughs> They're looking at the reaction. Uh. Audiences change periodically over time, and I think Disney's looking at the reaction that this idiot that's promoting Snow White is getting, and I think the empowered girl is on the downside now as far as what the audience wants. It peaked with Barbie. I don't think they're going to get much out of that trope anymore. And Riri is such an abrasive character and so damn annoying. I think it's like, I, I, I just think they're looking at it and they're like, there's no way we can sell this. I there's think no way. Matter, I, I have to disagree with you on the woman empowerment mm -hmm. being on mm -hmm. the downslope. Mm -hmm. I, I, I worded that wrong and I know why you're going to disagree with me. So go ahead. <laughs> no, no, I really did. I worded it wrong. Yeah. And you know I word things wrong. So. so I think certain characters, you want that in. Barbie has always been a symbol of female empowerment. Let, People expected it from there. Yeah. Let me rephrase and say the fairy tale. Let me, but we would let really me, much prefer the grim version where like someone dies. Let me rephrase or, and say the strong independent woman that don't need no man trope. <laughs> that's or that's I'm, going I'm very to the wayside. Nice to live that life. <laughs> Let's go the other way. 
Yeah, yeah, bro. I'm married and I still live that life. My, my husband knows it. He's in my life because I want him there, not because I need him there. The, the other, the other issue I would say with Ironheart is since she is a newer character and not a well-known, there's too many people who are going to immediately jump on the train and be like, "Oh, they just want to make a female Iron Man." Well. There's a little more to this character. She's not a female Iron Man that they made for the movies. Like she's a character that was written a couple years ago for like certain reasons, and it wasn't just to be a female Iron Man. Because you really look at the comics, there's a hundred freaking people who have Iron Man suits, unfortunately. Because that's that is true. Everyone steals Iron. Everyone steals Stark Tech all the time. Blizzard. I don't know if anyone remember that villain. Blizzard has just stolen Stark Tech, uh, and there's just so many people. And if you look at even the last couple Iron Man movies. Whiplash, what did he do? I mean, some iterations of Moon Knight have stolen Star Tech, so yeah, Yeah. like that's my point. Is like what the comic fan, what the non comic fans will do Mm -hmm. when Jane got the Thor mantle, yeah, they're like, oh, they're just trying to hop on this bandwagon of equality. It's like, nah, bro, you ever read a comic? That comic is such a good comic, and it's sad that they did it bad in the movies. I think what the problem is, too, though, with that is. Robert Downey Jr. did such a good job playing Iron Man. I think having this obnoxious wise ass come in to replace him, which is what He's it looks good. like. Yeah, I it, the perception is that this this obnoxious yeah. little twit is coming in to replace Robert Downey Jr. Uh-huh. And it's just not a good it's just not a good look to the audience. I will always say I think it should have been the kid from Iron Man 3 to replace Iron Man, not right. a... Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm Because yeah. they even made his appearance at the Tony Stark funeral at Endgame. It's like, yeah. dude, it's right there. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he doesn't come back. I would not be surprised. Yeah. I agree with that one. Um, anybody got any thoughts about Daredevil being pushed back? As long as they do um, it right, I'm okay Daredevil with them pushing amazing, it back. And be, and, I know, think it's fine. I think Daredevil will be fine. They just the uh, strike. They yeah. the the people that were striking literally overtook the set. They can't film, so they're just stuck. As long I think as they, once this clears up, they're going to be fine. Um, as long as they got Vincent, Charlie, Vincent mm-hmm. playing uh, Kingpin, and they got Charlie playing Daredevil, I think it'll be fine. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I don't know. I'm an advocate from what I saw in the season and a half, two seasons of Daredevil that I saw before it got canceled. Um, I thought you know, Deborah I thought Deborah played the good character. I forgot what her name was. Uh the kid that played Fulton Reeve from Mighty Ducks playing as Nelson. I thought he's he, not coming back, but yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I really think he would. I think he, he should. Cool. Um he I should. think the, the chemistry that they had together on set was really nice. Um, but I figure as long as they got Charlie Cox as Daredevil and Vincent as Kingpin, I do not think you can go wrong. Now, I think what, what the show I, I would worry about is Wonder Man, because I don't think that's even entered production yet. And that's a show that no one really wants or has asked for. Or, you know, I mean, I grew, I grew up reading comics and I've never been like, ooh, a new Wonder Man's out. Oh, boy. Like, but, I, you know. Oh, boy. Who's to say that giving it that extra time won't help build up the knowledge for it? Well, the, the counter argument I will put there is how many characters in the last you know 15 years of Marvel um, were almost non-readable by anyone, like Guardians of the Galaxy, um, who blew up and became like something mainstream. Guardians of the Galaxy was a comic in the 90s that no one read. True. And yeah. 
and they uh, guess what now guardians of the galaxy everyone knows guardians of the galaxy mm-hmm. um so like there's characters that that comes about i mean you know you know it, it could just happen i mean you never know i mean there's characters that just um even if you look at iron man himself technically when the first iron man movie came out Iron Man was like at its lowest point in the comic. Nobody wanted Iron Man. Like Look, he, I'm so tired of that argument. What? That movie was a <laughs> gift from God. <laughs> they got fun. the most they got the most wow. talented, they got the most talented mar- actor on the market who crapped out and was making his living doing Elton John videos. And they paid him $500,000 to do Iron Man. That circumstance is never, ever, ever going to happen again. It's not going to happen with any other property. The stars aligned for it. Uh, The circumstances all came around for it. And it's never, ever. Everybody that brings up, what about Iron Man? That's never, ever going to happen again. Ever. What about about the first Black Panther film? The first Black Panther Mm -hmm. film was just written well. It was no, a good the, movie. The point I'm making, though, Black Panther was not at the time super, super mainstream. This is true. This he is was true. not overly mainstream. He it really wasn't, wasn't, but it was. And then it that was. That movie comes out, and it's like the biggest thing in Marvel. Yes, it was expertly marketed, and it tapped into a black audience that was deprived of black superheroes, and they went to see it. But my point and I'm and it was it was and it was it was a very very well marketed movie. And their demographics showed up to see it, and you know it turned into a phenomena. You could make the argument that I don't think there was any major superstar actor on that set. Like there are people that knew who Chadwick Boseman was. You had the great supporting cast of Angela Bassett. Um, I forget what her name from Walking Dead playing the character that she did. But there was no, hey, this is the primary person you're going to focus on. They did. I mean, I would say Boseman. Boseman was nominated for an Academy Award for 42. Boseman was a really well-known actor. True. And that movie came out. Yeah. Um, I would say Killmonger. See, I knew knew Boseman more from Draft Day than I knew him from 42. Don't get me wrong. 42 was was a damn good movie. But draft day, draft day is kind of where I got my knowledge from him. Isn't that the movie yeah. about the Cleveland Browns? Yep. I forgot. I forgot he was in draft day. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he was in draft day. Yeah, yeah. people um, just don't remember draft day because a, it's the Cleveland Browns and, and B it's Kevin Costner telling that Seahawk GM to eat. You I mean, scale, you when, pancake eating mofo. When you're trying to push a movie on me, and it's like starring Kevin Costner and Dennis Leary. It's like, all right, I'll pass, bud. <laughs> I'm, you know, like I have no interest in seeing this movie. All right, so what else we got, man? Oh. <laughs> all right, y'all. What else we got, man? Right, so the Marvel, the runtime is going to be an hour and a half, which is the lowest of all the MCU. What are your thoughts? Thank you. Good. <laughs> I mean. Um, I'm not even saying it because I don't like Brie Larson. That's good. 90 minutes really is all you need for a movie. We could take 30 minutes off that. You can take 30 minutes off of almost every Marvel movie. We can take 30 minutes off that hour. That hour and a half. As long as the 90 minutes is good, I don't care the runtime. As long as it's good. Plus, less Brie Larson. Less Brie Larson anyway. Just no. Brie is terrible. I liked her. I, I liked her like in you know Scott Pilgrim and yeah. Bree is terrible. But she barely talked. It was nice. She sang. <laughs> Hello. What are you doing? He was there to look pretty. 
This nigga get one in. That's what I'm talking about, Janet. Get that thing in, girl. Get that thing in. Yeah. Both of our Marvel captains were in Scott Pilgrim, so that's all I'm happy about. I mean, yeah, because Chris Evans played the second boyfriend. I mean, they probably. that Superman was in it, too. Yep. They they probably talked to Brie Larson and they were like, Brie, you are someone with negative booty. Oh my! How God. long can you sit in a chair for before you become uncomfortable? And she was probably like, I don't know, 90 minutes. And they're like, okay, this movie got to be 90 minutes. So here's the thing, though. That's all I'm costuming. Because as I keep reminding William and destroying his world, you know, Tomb Raider taught us they can build you a butt. Yeah, actually, if you want even more proof of that, if you, if you want more proof of that, uh, what's what's that what's that uh talk show uh like i'm forgetting his name with the red hair uh, uh oh my god conan? what conan conan, conan o'brien yes i couldn't say his name for some reason uh <laughs> did you ever see when he went and got his superhero costume built for him is this no. the gag where he became jimmy neutron or no is this... he went oh no, he, well he went and, like for comic con he went and paid to get like he went to the studios that make all the big superhero costumes, and he had them design a superhero costume for him that had big muscles in it, and he also had them give him butt implants. So he like, yeah, no, like the suit itself, it looked realistic because he had a real movie like studio make the costume. But like, yeah, no, they do that all the time. So why didn't they do it for Brie? <laughs> yeah, she probably didn't want it because we don't need it because she couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah, have why, you seen the why, movie? Why does she need fan service? Why? <laughs> She's not there. That's, like, that's no something booty. that she needs no to do, booty. like a GoFundMe I mean, or an OnlyFans. Maybe it's because she has to fly and it's an aerodynamic thing, you know, <laughs> and like well, it cuts through the air faster. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean never understand the hate that Brie gets. I mean, when you look at I mean, she wins the no booty contest hands down. Hey, the, the, the Captain Marvel movie was fun. I'm sorry. I had a lot of fun watching the Captain Marvel movie. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Free sucks. It could have got somebody else. Um, <coughs> what's next, man? All right. Some actual um, what you call it? Death battle was Marshman Hunter versus Silver Surfer, and the Marshman Hunter won. What are y'all thoughts? That's not what? right at all. But okay. Marshman didn't win that fight. That was Silver Surfer. No, Silver Surfer. Silver won. Surfer won that fight. Yeah, so uh, that seems like a silver serpent thing. Oh, yeah, because so okay. yeah, uh, isn't Martian Manhunter's main weakness is fire, right? Uh, there's some stuff about that. Um, yeah, wasn't Robot there's Chicken made the joke that everyone's weakness is fire? <laughs> it's, more right? more it's more psychological with man, yeah. Martian Manhunter now than it is before. Yeah. Um, I, I just seen him overcome it. I just felt he him overcome it. You know? But, um, I, but I thought it was a good death battle. Um, I kind of figured he was going Silver Surfer's going to win because he had his hell powers. So you know, what are you gonna, what, what Martian Man is going to do with that at the end of the day? Hey, what is he going to do with that at the end of the day? Nothing. Nothing. But those hero powers just put him over and um, mm-hmm. cosmic powers, man. Yeah, that's something that Martian Man just couldn't overcome. Wait, is Silver Surfer powered by giant? Black Cloud of Smoke Galactus or actual Galactus? Well, it depends where you find him in the storyline. If you find him in the Fox universe, he's yeah, powered by the Black Black Cloud. Yep, exactly. Black Cloud. Yep, Black Cloud. You can get the Martian Manhunter. Now, I don't want to stand up for the Fox movie because it's awful, 
Um, the first one there, was good. The second is, one could have used some work. Yeah. Again, I'm not going to stand up for the movie, but if you pause it just right, there is the sketch of Galactus in the clouds. Ooh, goody. What you're saying, Ty, is I need to force myself into actual torture, put no, the no, movie back Google on, it. and pause it just at the Google right it. spot. You don't, you don't have to watch that's it. Not torture. Just Google it. That'd be like Will looking up Brie Larson pictures. He's not going to do it because it's torture. Yeah, no, I ain't going to do it. Hell no, no booty, nope. <laughs> no booty Don't put Brie Larson pictures man, up on any know. shows anymore. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, if you get her, if you get her and Charlotte Flair together, no booty tag. I feel like you just like put Gumby's body. <laughs> Whoa. I feel like now we're just like degrading Brie Larson. I was kind of, I was kind of hoping when She-Hulk came out that Charlotte Flair, like how they did it in the old Hulk show. Like how Lou Ferrigno played the Hulk and the other actor, whoever his name was, was like Bruce Banner. I was kind of hoping Charlotte Flair would be the Hulk. But then they did the CGI Hulk and it ended up being terrible. Still better than Charlotte <laughs> Flair, dude. Facts. I'm sorry, dude. If you're going to get anybody to play, anybody from professional wrestling to play as She-Hulk, tell <coughs> Rodriguez is your closest bet, and I just think because she's more muscular than Charlotte is. Charlotte is plastic boobs and face work. That's what she is. Jade's got a shot, too. Who? Jade. Oh, Jade. Car- oh, dude, Jade Car- Yeah, Jade Cargo yeah. could do it, Jade's too. Jade's got a shot, too. She actually did it in an AEW match. I forgot yeah. what pay-per-view it was. Yeah, was- I mean, that yeah. show was just so bad, it brought out the Charles Barkley of me. I was like, this is terrible. Oh, it's like paper, Ernie. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. This, this this show with She-Hulk, it's like paper, Ernie. It's terrible. She-Hulk She-Hulk thinking she bad. She-Hulk can't take those big old women down in San Antonio. She-Hulk thinks she's Y'all thick. know what I want to see? What's I want to see Cat and Charles Barkley go at it on TNT. That's what I want. Yeah, that I would be great. Charles Barkley can't handle this. <laughs> You can run into Ernie Johnson at the Atlanta airport. I know that for a fact. Here's the thing. Straight up. Like, there's a certain point when I'm just going to say things to hurt feelings. <laughs> I'm going to walk into that with the goal of I'm going to make this man cry or walk out, whichever happens uh, first. Good thing I don't uh, have feelings. What is Charles Barkley's deal with San Antonio women? Like, did someone it reject is. him or something? I don't know. Sure women I, think, him down. Yeah. I think it's all the years Diamond, for the, hey, Diamond, for Diamond, the Western Diamond. Conference. This is, this I'm is like when you I like Charles Barkley. I'm like, what's your deal with San Antonio women, dude? Let me tell you, Diamond. Let me, no, no, Diamond, let me tell you. Let me tell you. There's a big old woman down in San Antonio. There's some big old women down there. He, was, he just started talking about churros at San Antonio. That's why I, and when he started talking about churros, I got curious about churros. Can I tell you, I got, I got curious about churros. And I had to go out and buy some churros. And boy, let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all when I fi- when I finally got churros from Damon Brooks on my birthday with that vanilla ice cream. Ooh. Oh, and bro, those are like those are like C grade churros. I know. I know. Like, I gotta come I can get churro thing. popcorn here. Ooh. I At my theater, they have thing. churro popcorn. Do you see Ooh, that they came out with Kit Kat churros? Mm-hmm. I love churros. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love. Like churros, I literally love. have a place like ten minutes from my house where I can go. They're gonna make the churro fresh. And put it over ice cream for me. That's what I'm talking about. They need to put the ice cream about. over it. All right, not y'all, that over help. ice cream. 
Because, I mean, just that between two lumps of ice cream and the stick, no, I'm not going to eat that. So what you're saying, William, is I can invite Charles Barkley onto the gauntlet? Let's do it. Yes, let's do it. Yes. We'll put, no, just, we'll just put him remember. right where you are. We'll put him right where you are next to Cat. And the minute he bring up the big old women in San Antonio, that's Cat's cue to get him. Cat's got to stay off camera, though, until that no, here's point. Here's the thing. I don't want him to be able to just be like, peace out. I want people to have to watch him, stand himself up, and walk out the room. <laughs> <laughs> I want him to have to sit there oh, and take man. it face to face. Uh, you can just bring Michael Jordan on the thing, and Michael Jordan will roast him. Stop. Get some help. Just stop. Just stop. He, uh, the Get thing that made help. me mad with Charles, he disrespected the Riverwalk. He called it a creek. <laughs> I mean, Riverwalk is kind of like, like gross that right that now. About <laughs> 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 much stuff you can find in there. There ain't no Riverwalk down there. That's a creek. Ain't got no fish in it. You can't fish. Whatever, like Charles <laughs> Barkley can fish. He fishes for his balls on the golf course. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me tell you something, Ernie. My golf game is immaculate. I catch every single ball out of the water that I put it in. It's terrible. Terrible. It's terrible, y'all. It's terrible. It's terrible. Uh, real I get quick, an assist um, for, the, for the banks every time. I'm going to help Charles out a little bit here. Um, was the first... PS4 Spider-Man setting up Superior Spider-Man. Ooh. Oh, get down. No, 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 That's no, a good question. Computer, what, what was it? Say that again. Was the first PS4 Spider-Man setting up su- Superior? Did I say that right, y'all? Yeah, Superior Spider-Man. Where um, where at one point Doc Ock puts his mind in Peter Parker's body, and Peter Parker technically dies, and Peter Parker gives um. Doc Ock, all his memories, so he kind of takes over the Spider-Man mantle for a while. So, so ironically, just a side note that's really funny about that whole storyline is technically, if you really do a deep dive into that, uh, Peter Parker has been dead for a very long time. Um, the Peter Parker that we have right now is only a copy of the memory that was left behind in Doc Ock's brain from Peter. So just a funny thing that people don't realize. Like, yeah, the current Peter Parker is actually not the original Peter Parker. You had that existential crisis at one point. Oh, oh, oh! So tell me, so tell me this, Ty. And, and, and I, I was watching one of King Lion's videos. So now you've given his spider powers with the evil of the goblin, and now I think the next issue they're putting him <coughs> back in, they're putting him back in a black suit. Uh, I don't know which story I have to look because there's like three or four different Spider-Man storylines going on right now. Mm. So I'd have to look and see which one because that's uh, the one I'm not currently following uh, the storyline for the Amazing Spider-Man. Why? Because the writer sucks. Uh, <laughs> uh, the writer is truly awful. Um, he, he clearly doesn't like Spider-Man, and some reason that Marvel was like, "Hey, let's make you write for Spider-Man." He's like, "But I hate it." So I'm just, just Dan Slot. Uh, I, I forget the name because I, I hated him so much I didn't want to remember it. Uh, <laughs> I, I straight up didn't like it. He's the guy who uh, wrote the killing of Miss Marvel in the in the comics a few months back. Oh. So he's Will's favorite person. Yep, he's my favorite person now. No, he made... Do you want to know why, he's, why that storyline was so awful? Why? So, long story short, real quick, is he... 
Peter Parker and uh, Mary Jane accidentally fell through a portal to like another dimension, world, oh, yada yeah, yada. Yeah. Yeah, they're there, whatever. They end up running into one other person. They're trying to build a portal to make it way back. When they're trying to go through, that other person pushed Peter Parker through and the portal closed, leaving that other guy and Mary Jane and that other alternate reality dimension by themselves. Peter Parker like goes out of his way to find a way to get a portal back. Like he betrays his trust with the Avengers, um, betrays his trust with the X-Men, betrays his trust with the Fantastic Four. Like he just keeps like screwing over all his people because every time he goes to them to help, they're like, Yeah, that's kind of dangerous. We shouldn't do that. And he just steals the tech from them and does what he needs to do. Um, he eventually, after like tooth and nail fighting everything, finds a way to build a machine to get back to where they are, opens up a portal, time has passed. Mary Jane is now has two kids with this guy and basically gave up waiting on Peter Parker because she goes, oh, well, you were going to I never thought you'd come back. So I just gave up and fell in love with this other dude. And oh, was it Frank Castle and his band of orphans? No, no. Oh, but yeah. either way, like just turning Spider-Man into the world's biggest simp in the most saddest way you could. Um it's it's just awful. And then again, when when they come back and everything, because they bring Mary Jane to back to the you know regular area and time and space, uh eventually, yeah, Ms. Marvel dies and she dies protecting Mary Jane in like the dumbest way possible. So it's it's just it's really bad. It's really bad. I mean, Is it like bad, like Samuel L. Jackson getting eaten by a shark in Deep Blue Sea? Bad. We will make it. We will survive. We chomp. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea. Don't great. worry, Mary Jane. I got you. You're not gonna die on my watch. This call. Chomp. Hey, I got my I got my man LL Cool J in there. Okay. I'm still looking for that. I'm still looking for that shark. I'm gonna find that shark. Then. <laughs> anyway. Um, Thank you, Ty. Um, <laughs> um, I'm still waiting on somebody to take out Slater Venice. Once that happens, I'm a happy camper. Um, all right. So Why? She's, she's the best one. No, she ain't. Um, <laughs> hell no. All right. Let's go ahead. We're going to save the rest for next week because I'm, I'm looking at the time. We're at an hour 17. <coughs> um, so we're going to save the rest for next. I got one more thing I got to do for GNA, then I'm going to bed. Um, so let's go ahead and go around the room, see what everybody's getting into. Let me go with Cat Holler. Cat, what you got going on? Well, you know, always over at Geek News Now, we're going to do everything we can to bring you everything in the latest of Geek <sighs> News. Um, like we said, and I think I mentioned it last week, that we have discovered that 60% of the folks that are enjoying our content, you're not even following us to know when we have brand new content. So if you were watching this today, if you like it, if you think we're funny, if you really like the idea of Geek Gauntlet After Dark, go ahead and comment down below. But most importantly, make sure that you hit that like and subscribe button. That way you get notified every time we do. All right. Let me go with Ambrose. Ambrose, what you got going on? First things first, I would like to extend a formal invitation on behalf of Mr. William Morgan to Charles Barkley to appear <laughs> on the Geek News Gauntlet. Um, Sir Charles, please consider this offer. We have no money to give, but it's not <laughs> horrible. Um, terrible. Happy said, um, I'm writing some pieces right now. I'm reading a book I'm supposed to review. Uh, I did a piece last night on what we were talking about earlier with uh, Ironheart being taken off the schedule. I had some theories about it. Um, other than that, you know, follow us on Twitter. Um, engage with us, leave some comments. We want to hear from you or we want to hear from the fans. So just head over to any one of our social media outlets and um, 
you know, let us know what you think about any given thing. And, uh, you know, you might just end up in one of our pieces of work. So go on ahead and follow us. My Twitter handle is under my name. And we're on all forms of social media, including threads. So give us a look-see. Your name, what you got going on? I'm just reposting my um, drawing challenge I did two years ago um, on Instagram at jklixt. And um, since it's a three-day weekend, hoping to jump into my big project that I started a few months ago. All right, all right, all right. Ty, what you got going on, man? Oh, well, it's like Kat has like she has something. Oh, I actually forgot. Cat? Go ahead, Kat. Go ahead. Okay, so you know, and it's brand new, which is why I forgot about it. So, you know, some of you folks watch us on YouTube, some of you are probably also listening to us through podcast networks. So, you know, we know that everybody's busy, and if you have ever thought of either listening to our podcast through Podbean, Audible, anywhere platforms that we're at. Um, you can do that, but we've got a great deal for you for Audible right now. And I can have William go and make sure we link that down below. We have a free trial of Audible that you can check out. Um, that way, you know, like you said, get caught up on any books you haven't read, comics you haven't read. They've got a real, some really, really great content over there on Audible that you can just listen to while you're driving to work, doing errands, whatever you got to do. There we go. There you go. All right, Ty, what you got going on, man? Uh, I have a mountain of comics that I need to get through, so I'm going to try and do do that for the three-day weekend. Um, just too many comics to read. And since, even though I'm the newest person, I feel bad at the same, but I, would, I wouldn't mind uh, extending the invitation to Brie Larson to defend her booty onto the show. So, you know, I'll extend it to her. <laughs> How do you craft that invite? You're flying too close to the sun, <laughs> new guy. <laughs> hey, Bree, if you want to come on, you know, that's Bri, fine with me. Just like DM her. You're more than welcome. <laughs> you're more than welcome. If you want to come in to defend your ass, you're more, is that, if that's the case. If that's all it Angel takes. <laughs> I'm calling Angelina Jolene so she can defend herself. Is that the case? Kat has hurt my feelings when she hey, if she shows up though on that, you know, I just gotta say, like Kat has hurt my hey, feelings. She when she shows up me. and everyone hates her, it's on you, Ty. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, well, just invite me out somewhere. You know, we don't need to talk to them. At, le at least only one person on this panel hates Charles Barkley, and that's Kat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, Terrible. I'll just get on, I'll just get a ticket to the premiere for the Marvels. That's what I'll do. There you go. <laughs> How would you craft that invite? <laughs> I don't hate Charles Barkley. I just don't think he I don't think he man enough to actually take what he wants to dish. Charles, <laughs> are you hearing this? <laughs> He's already proven this because like when the people of San Antonio embraced his like heckling and we heckled him back with it, he was like, Oh, forget you guys, I'm leaving. <laughs> so your goal, Cat, is if Charles Barkley shows up to the show, is either to change his mind about San Antonio women or have him get up and storm off camera. Nah, my goal is to get him to storm, get up and storm off camera. I don't care if he changes his mind or not. Dude, I totally. Now that's, that's my goal. Secondary my goal is to goal. get that's him to, to change his mind. I do not want him to leave the show. He I don't, won't need, be I don't here. need him to change his mind. I just need him to get up and walk. I'd be like, I'm, Charles, I'm sorry, no. Cat, your opinion about that is not going to change my opinion. I think it's very important to know that I like the seat that I sit in, and your opinion is terrible, so I'm going to stay. There you go. There you go. I'm going to defend my... And Mr. Barkley, to... if you do watch this, this is a very poor impersonation of you. Consider it like South Park. I do not mean anything by anything that I say about you or anybody else I may impersonate. 
That being said, Vanessa, high five. <laughs> all right, all right. Giant success on the impersonation of uh, Mr. There Backley. There you mm. go. All right, Dama, what you got coming up this week? Um, just recently, I wrote an article about the new 3D South Park game, and oh yes, yeah. Did now you hear that's supposed to be four players. Four yeah, players I'm excited. excited. I gotta find some friends now. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you get it, if they do do it on the Xbox One or the Xbox One S, hopefully they will do it on just the newer consoles. Um, I'll be more than down, provided when it comes out and I can get it. I will totally be down to to be your Kenny McCormick or your Eric Cartman. So I shall sacrifice you every time I do something. <laughs> you and you. <laughs> I, I, I have my Xbox X. Um. So yeah, count me in, girl. Yeah. There you go. All right. Cool. Um, I'm also like trying to figure out if I'm going to stream uh, Saints Row the third on Twitch or I'm going to post it on YouTube. It's one of those two. Okay. Um, and last show, what you got coming up this week? I'm just doing a little writing and that's it. Nothing else. All right. All right. I got to work tomorrow. Then after tomorrow, I got a three day week. I got three day three days off. So I'm just going to be chilling, hanging out know. with the kids. All right. If wait, wait, wait. Is- what about me? Wow, Will. You already moved the mattress. We figured you were done. I'm sorry, sir. (laughs) 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 Last week he forgot Ambrose. This week it's Ando. Who's going to be next week? It must be the A's. It must be the A's that William hates because he's so far down the alphabet that he just despises everybody with A's. He was the last guy in line getting his lunch unless there was a Zach or a Yesenia in his class. And he's just like, I'd like to eat sometime, Mr. Teacher Man, please. I just I just want bad, I just man. want the piece of Friday pizza, please. My bad, my bad. Sorry, all the slices of cake are gone. You're just it's out of luck. Dude, I was okay not getting the, the cake. It was the Friday pizzas on those old Willie mm-hmm. Big Camp. Oh yeah, man. man. Yo, know, kids yeah. never got so excited for Elios. I don't understand it now. Back in no. the day, like you'd be like, "Give me that slice of Elios yeah. lunch, lady." <laughs> Dude, no, there was something about having school lunch that was absolutely amazing. Every time you got oh, to have, like, spaghetti. you walk with your sack brown lunch, and it's like, yeah, my mom packed me the same old. Peanut butter and jelly. I, I, I only got hot lunch when um, our class was, it was their turn to serve hot lunch. Yep. So. Yep. I remember we used to have to pick because they'd have to send a count to the cafeteria. There would always be that one kid that picked like a tuna sandwich. And we'd all be like, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Something fishy that. here, Ambrose. Were you the tuna like, fish okay, guy? This is cheese zombie day. This is pizza. Yes, cheese zombie. Yeah. So, luckily, I was always server for Cheese Zombie Day or Pizza Day, so I was pretty happy about that. <laughs> so you um, you streaming this weekend, though? Um, actually, probably not. If I stream, it'll probably be tomorrow or Monday. You guys got to remember, football season kicks off on Thursday. I <laughs> will be going down with my sister to kickoff weekend in Kansas City. So Thursday oh, cool. night, Detroit at Kansas City. Uh, seven twenty Central Time. It will be kickoff. I will. Jared Goff throws for like five hundred yards. Hey, as long as the Chiefs win, I don't care what happens. As long as the Chiefs win. But yeah, so I will be leaving. Uh, I think Wednesday. I'll be down there till probably Friday, if not Saturday. Um, I'll keep you informed on this. I'll be on the podcast. But yeah, that's my that's my game plan. If I do any streaming, it'll probably be tomorrow or Monday. 
Uh, I've actually gotten into the new DLC for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge, uh, uh, Dimension Shellshock. Uh, includes two new characters and then a whole buttload of palette swaps so you can color code your coordinate, color coordinate your turtles and special characters. Um, but that's what I've been doing. I've been doing that and then a little bit of Call of Duty, um, kind of what I've been doing this Our week. Duty. What was that? Starfield's out here. What's that? Starfield's going to be out in like a two or three days on Game I, uh, I only have the Xbox S, so I don't have the ability to play it. So. I have a PC and I don't want to play it. It's, it because I looked at the specs of that thing. It, it is never, incredible. It, it doesn't rec- it doesn't recommend an SSD. You have to have an SSD. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's like if you are running um your games off a hard drive, like my little my eight gig hard drive is running my games, yep. you don't have issues. I ain't yep. messing with that game. I can't nope. I specifically made sure that I had my my next gen Xbox for Cyberpunk, uh, New Liberty, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Starfield. <coughs> hey, messing with it. I did. I did get mine in the chat. You guys saw. I got my uh, Spider-Man to PS5. Which very nice. Very nice. Insanely very nice. heavy. <laughs> well, when you have to carry the weight of the world like Spider-Man does, that's why. Yes. There. All right. And one. I mean, it's not like Batman where it's hard and brooding with justice, whereas you pull it out of the box, you put a cowl over your head. I lost my parents, so I have to play video games. Just this, as I throw eight, 80 batter range before I hit my target. Just this. You parked over the line. How do I turn on the line? Ambrose right, makes fun it. of me, so I'm going to attack him. <laughs> By the way, Ambrose, I want to hear you say something bad about the Mariners. They pulled off the win against the uh, Mets today. What do you got to say? Ooh, you beat a last place team. Look Actually, at me. Yes, they are. Let me double check. Save it for the sports check. report, boys. Save it for the sports report. Hold on. Hold on. I got to see. Now you got me. Now you got me looking, man. Hold on. Yeah. They're behind the Nationals, dude. Nope. Nationals actually just took last. Actually, Nationals are in last place a half game behind them. Ooh, Nationals okay. have lost four in a row. So. Hey, we'll take wins where we, did, where we can, man. You have so. to. You're a Mariners fan. <laughs> Janae, anytime you want to come in and, and back me up, I know you're a Mariners fan. I know we dis I know we disagree on the Cougars versus Huskies, but yeah, it's, well, it's like they, they could have had it last year, but then they crapped out and they're like, eh, man. And so okay, so keep, mad at them. <laughs> keep it keep in mind the Mariners made it to the playoffs for the first time in 21 years last year. Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, way to do your job, guys. So I need to clarify. In the Cougars versus Husky debate, are you saying that Janae's in the Cougar Den? No, no. I'm, no. Cougar, I'm in the Cougar Den. She's in, a, she's, she's in the wrong area. She's in her That's even funnier for those of us that live in Texas. Yeah. Because there's a high school up I-35 between San Antonio and Austin that over their gym, it's tied to the Cougar Den. <laughs> so this is where that's where the the prepubescent vo- boys are like, oh, we're going to the Cougars, dead boy. Uh-huh. Wait, why is it with? Why are all the dads here? Oh, gross! <laughs> or maybe that's where the sports dads go, thinking that they're going to get you know false <laughs> advertising. You know. Yep. Yep. No, the Cougars Den Bar is down in Denson, Texas. This is Cougar Den Auditorium, home of the Denson <laughs> Denson whatever, man. <laughs> All right, you guys. Um, I want to say everybody, thanks for coming on. Thank you for everybody being here in the chat. We do appreciate it. We're going to go ahead and fly on out of here. Your boy got work in the morning. Uh, one more day. 
All right, you guys. Thank you for being here. We do appreciate it. And we'll see you all again next week right here on the Geek Gauntlet, Geek Gauntlet Podcast. You guys have a great, safe week. We'll get caught up on all the topics you have for tonight, plus all our features with Ty, Diamond, and Janae. We'll get caught up on everything next week. We'll see you Happy again. Labor Day. Happy yes, Labor Day. Yes, happy Labor Day. We'll see you again on Saturday. You guys have a great <laughs> week.